Uh, fuck, what do I say? This uh, this episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by, I don't remember where we left off, Robert Potts, Zachary Lara, Andy Haycock. Oh, I remember his name. Um, Mike Prezado, Ariel Payne, Jason Alex, Eric Whitman, Steph Thomas, and Clayton Odell. Clayton Odell sounds like a bad guy from that Justified show. <laughs> do you remember that show? You can talk. <laughs> oh, I never watched that show. Oh, oh, this is Rachel. I'm going to introduce her in a second. Um, man, you should watch Justified. It was pretty fucking great. Timothy Oliphant. He plays yes. he plays a root and two in cowpoke, but also a cop with a heart of gold. Okay, so it's a cowboy show. Well, not not quite, but a little bit. Enough to, you know, entertain our southern fans, but not but <laughs> but also city enough to to entertain us city slickers up here on the on the uh, coastal elites. The coastal elites, is that what we're called? We are both coastal elites, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay, i'll check it out I'll all right out. all right well uh that's great to know i did not know i was a coastal elite but i'm happy to be here um <laughs> i if you looked at my bank account i would probably argue much different <laughs> but anyway um they all donated at patreon.com slash i hate horror so if you want to donate monetarily that is the best way to do it uh up next is the long-awaited hatchet so uh, enjoy, I guess. Okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart. I've seen them all from Dracula to Vertigo. Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. Show it dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Rachel. Holy shit. <laughs> Look, I'm not just a guest host. I'm also a fan of the show. You are. And that's a so this is Rachel uh, and Hi. Rachel hosts a podcast um, called Hollywood Crime Scene. Yes. Hollywood Crime Scene. Uh, it is. I'm not a true crime fan, but I like her because you know why? They're kind of like us. <laughs> Yeah, we are kind of like the female version of you, yeah. Joe. Yeah, it's 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 more just uh, the attitude. Like you know, you don't take it overly serious, but you're, you're giving out the content to the people that like it, and um, right. And you're 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 one you're one of the people. You're one of the people. That's right. We're and we 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 appreciate that here. You know, you're not <laughs> phony. You ain't you ain't a bunch of phony, couple phony gals. You know. <laughs> We're also not professionals that sit on that sit on stools at live shows. You know what? Fuck those gals. Let's just talk some shit. Let's talk some shit. About other podcasts? Let's stir some beef. Oh, dude, I would love to. I would love to. (laughs) Do you guys have like um, any copycats that were have been like, hey, we made a show because of you? No. And, you know, it's funny. I 
I told someone the other day, like saying you have a podcast in LA is because that's where I'm from is the new I'm an actor in LA. Oh, I yep. feel like. So I kind of have to be like, no, but like we actually have people who listen to us. Right. Like, Isn't that crazy? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. No, that's <laughs> like, the same. That's the same. I think that's a coastal elite thing too. Because <laughs> yes, East Coast, definitely. it's very much like that. Like you tell people that and they're like, oh, isn't that sweet? And it's like, no, no, no. But we like, we make some like real money and like, right, we, right. you know what I mean? Like people actually listen to us. No, we're not like, it's not a hobby. I mean, it is. But then when it is. then there's the other layer of when you when I have to tell people that I do a true crime podcast oh, because sh- it's like, oh, how many fucking true crime podcasts <laughs> are there? And it's like, you know what? As a true crime connoisseur. Oh, shit. Yes. What the hell was that? That was there, a laptop screaming at me. OK, there is never enough true crime information that people who are into true crime can get their hands on. The, the same thing with horror movies. Like you're never going to. Be like, I've seen it all. I'm done. That's a good point. Like, you know what I mean? That is a really good point. You know, the um, that's actually a really good point. I never really thought about that with true crime because I am that person. that's like, how much true crime do I need to know? But <laughs> Because like, but you're right. There's like all the little details in the way people process it, right? Yeah. And we are, I mean, we're under the comedy section, but we are very much dedicated to the research aspect of the show. Like, I mean, I pretty much read a book a week, which is insane if you knew how I did in school. But um, (laughs) like it is very, a very research heavy show. So I am interested in finding details if it is a more well-known case that maybe uh, details people didn't necessarily know before. See, that's so maybe that's maybe that's why you guys are like us. Like you guys integrate the comedy flawlessly. Thank you. And, and you know, and, but some people probably don't like that. Some people are probably like, right. Hey, no, no, they don't. And I know that we've talked about this before with having like a more lighthearted podcast. Like you've gotten reviews where people are like, this is not serious at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, well, what, like, what, like, you know what? Maybe it's just not for you. Like, right. I mean, sure. Serial is a great podcast, but we're not serial. If right. you want like a serious, like hard hitting, like very somber, true crime podcast, this is not the podcast for you. If you listen to like last podcast on the left, you'll You'll probably like us. Yeah. So that's like that, that's like my biggest problem with those reviews is like I wouldn't watch. <laughs> I wouldn't watch like meet the press and be like, where's the fucking laughs? Right. <laughs> You're right. just on the wrong channel. Just change the fucking right. channel. Right. Like I've never left a bad review for a podcast in my life. Like the most that'll happen if I'm like, this sucks is I'll just turn it off. Right. Cause that's all you <laughs> need to do and you never have to hear it again. And you'll never, right. there's n- and odds are no one's ever going to be like, did you fucking hear this show? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right. fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. It's fucking wild shit. But, um, anywho, <laughs> and yeah. anywho, we watched Hatchet. And we also, oh God! And you're gonna stick around, and we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna do that uh, maximum overdrive. Maximum <laughs> overdrive, uh, which I'm, I am so excited to talk about. I can't even, I can't even believe it, man. Like that movie. Wow, it's unbelievable, man. You got it was, Emilio. It was something. You got yes, Emilio. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have Emilio. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. Uh, but we have Hatchet right now, and Hatchet. Okay. Hatchet's a little film. From uh, 2006? I don't even have my notes up yet. It was uh, 2006. <laughs> I think oh, it was released in 2007. What a year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
it was a it was a great year and then hatchet came out um what all right so real quick your thoughts oh yeah so anyway wait wait let's go back to you for a second so yeah so i just wanted to say so rachel um liked our show uh like a million years ago and she was like such a, a like she seemed like a social influencer and i was like I was like, there's no way this lady listens to our show. Like, she was too pretty <laughs> and, like, she just said it was, like, too popular and cool and made funny jokes. I was like, she doesn't listen to our show. And it was, like, months later when she was finally, like, messaged me, like, responding to, like, something about the show. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> I, was like I never talked to you because I thought you were, like, some bullshit fucking add me so you can add me back type of person. But you were not, man. You liked the show. Look, when I heard you guys talking about ass eating on the Ravenous episode, <laughs> I was like, this is my opening. This is where I at reply Sean. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. That's what it was. This is my topic. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Um, and yeah, and then you started your podcast and then, um, yeah, we became buddies. Yeah. Like real absolutely. buddies, like real time. Real buddies. Like real like life. Deep buddies. conversations. Deep, deep, deep. Um Boy, and do I have more to tell you. But anyway, um, <laughs> we'll save that for another. We could do that for. You could just dissect that's, me psychologically on your show. That's the, that's the Patreon bonus episode. That's the, yeah. Sean's therapy session with yeah, Rachel. Yeah, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Rachel's been a fan for a, a while and she loves horror movies. And yes. um, so I thought she would be perfect. And uh, her brand of comedy, she's on brand. She's on brand. Uh, she has an episode uh, talking about uh, Rod Stewart <laughs> oh, drinking a gallon of cum and getting his stomach pumped. So <laughs> It's true. One of our uh, earlier episodes, I think from 2017, we uh, we 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 uh, we researched the uh, myth behind the Rod Stewart getting sick from cum <laughs> and we debunked it and we we traced the origin of that myth. And it's just fucking fascinating if you're interested in that kind of stuff <laughs> which we all are i mean we okay, you have good. to be you have to be all right so hatchet 2006 hatchet right yes adam adam green this is his like first full-length horror film he had done a uh, coffee and donuts prior in 2000 but that was a romantic comedy um but this is his first uh move into the genre the genre where he'll be become beloved. And I'm going to be honest. I don't really know why. <laughs> I don't either. And as I was watching it last night, I was like, wait, this was like a really requested movie. Very. Wow. Very. Requested. Okay. Well, well, we should talk about it. Yeah. So because like, <clears throat> here's my thing too. Okay. Well, the Wikipedia <laughs> was great too, because the Wikipedia was like starring Robert England, Kane Hodder, Tony Todd. Mercedes McNabb, who I guess is from Buffy the Vampire. Oh, she was a no, and no, no. Adam's Family Values. Yes, she's Amanda, the little blonde girl. <laughs> yes, uh, and you see her titties in this. Yes, it's crazy. Wow, wow, it's fantastic. Um, uh, and then, and it, but then it goes. It was an ensemble cast, so I'm like, oh, that's crazy. All those people are in it so momentarily, and it's very okay. odd. But the weirdest part is. All the other actors in it, like there were there were, there are a ton of like uh, character actors in this, 
that old dude that to me yeah rob Re- or, or uh <laughs> what was his name uh oh fuck his last name's real richard real richard real um yeah who's in everything he's just the fat guy with the mustache right right he played um <laughs> the jump to conclusions matt guy from office space <laughs> yes you jump great. to conclusions <laughs> 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 that shit is so good um so he's in it, but then there's like the guy from there's just a ton of these like character actors that you're like oh shit that's that's to me that is more of the ensemble cast and, and it's correct that would be an ensemble cast but not not the ones they listed but whatever robert robert england is in this for like 35 seconds you know what i'm like this I don't want to like crush my horror bona fides right now, but like it took me until like halfway through the movie where I was like waiting for Robert England to show up. And I'm like, Oh, he was in the beginning. Yes. Yes. Uh, fucking, well, I wouldn't blame you because he's just being a homophobic piece of shit all through the beginning, showing that, that real, uh, God, the way he acts outside of Freddie is just like abysmal. It really isn't good. He, he is yeah. he is the guy that looks like he's acting so hard. It was so much work he had put into that for like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no payoff. It was so bad. And like I was just cringing at all of the like I was like, okay, we get it, you're homophobic. But then he had to add like 50 more lines. He's like, you little fucking queer. Oh, yeah, dude. He's homophobic. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. He's super homophobic at the beginning, and you're like, yeah, I got it. I got it. And then the second half of his po- portion, which is another like 30 seconds, is just him saying queer at the end of every sentence. Right. And we're like, yeah, no, we got it already. We fucking right. we got it. We get that they're rednecks. We get it. Um, what did you, so wait, do, what did you think of the movie? Like as a whole, just real quick, like, did you like it or no, not a fan? Um, I was not a fan overall, but I was entertained only because I was like, when is Tony Todd going to come back? <laughs> no, Tony Todd's kept, character is the best. I loved him. He was the, he carried the movie and he was in it for like 30 <laughs> seconds, but he, He's the whole reason they even finished the movie. They're like, we have to do it for Tony. Absolutely. Dude, his performance is the best one. Right. <laughs> and they the did best, him dirty. The best joke, too. The best joke, too. Yes, I love it. That was a good, that was good uh, comic timing. Good comic. Yes. He, you know what? There's something Tony should look into. He's just doing a movie where, where he's a comedian. I bet you he'd do great in it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So uh, we meet um, these... Uh, Oh, wait. I, for some reason, I have a question. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Okay. So, Joel Moore is in this movie. Uh, Joel Moore plays Ben, the lead character. He is that super nerd who's been in, like, yeah. Grandma's Boy and Dodgeball yeah. and Avatar and shit. He's he's the guy that turns into a robot in Grandma's Boy or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Here, so, here's this random question I've written down for some reason at the beginning of my notes. So, I don't even understand why. Would you would you rather fuck would you rather fuck Joel Moore or Victor Crowley? Oh Jesus. Okay, so I wrote in my notes when he first appeared on screen, I wrote budget Brandon Boyd. Ooh. He looks like like a not as hot version of the lead singer from Incubus. Especially with that haircut, which is like, what are you doing? That haircut, it's, yeah. It, it's 2006. We've moved on from that. At this That's point. a really good point. That haircut was donezo. It was done. 
Yeah. Like that was really popular when so, I was in high school. Victor, Victor, just if any, if you haven't okay. seen the movie, okay, Victor Crowley. Oh Wait, God, Victor Crowley is a mutant who like is a mutant. He's a mutant. He's a giant mutant, like a fucking <laughs> mutant. There's nothing else I could say. All right. So my question is, would you rather fuck Joe Moore or Victor Crowley? I I have an answer. <laughs> Okay, well, Victor Crowley definitely eats ass. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Victor Crowley but is jacked, too. He is jacked. He's so if you're looking jacked. for somebody to muscle you around, you're going to have to go Victor's way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you like a man that takes charge, you can't even go. You can't even think about Joel Moore. Like, you can't. Right, right. But... <laughs> that is the worst fucking decision. But I don't one's know. a monster. I, but one, look, a monster. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be clever. I'm gonna go with the budget, Brandon Boyd. Mm. <laughs> That's my honest you, opinion. I mean, I I would be like a little disappointed either way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know I'm gonna leave. I know I'm gonna leave having sex with Ben <laughs> disappointed and regretful, right. and like he's gonna be way more into it than I was. <laughs> Yeah, but both at least, guys are going to stalk you. Both guys right, are going to be right. it's sliding into those DMs weeks later. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, Victor Crowley sliding into your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a question I just wrote down. All right. We meet two fishermen. One is uh, Robert England. The other is another guy. Um, and for some reason, they're looking for a 12-foot fish in a swamp, which I don't think exists, but... They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to find this 12-foot fish. Like we said, the dialogue is putrid. Robert England is calling everyone a queer. He's just like, you fucking queer. (laughs) And he's acting his balls off. Like, he's really, like, going, like, God. Like, he might as well just wink at the camera. It was so bad. Like, it's it's really ridiculous. He needs to to take it down a notch a little bit. Um. The so this continues until the 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 boy who's I guess his son right it's his son yeah his son's like I gotta take a piss <laughs> so he lets him take a piss on land and no so- first he takes a pee off the side of the boat and like he's like I can't do it I can't do it in front of you dad and he's like just fucking pee you queer. <laughs> But then he lets him get off. And like, how long is this piss taking? Oh, forever. Forever. Feels like he pisses for like an hour. He does go on land and he pees. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also at this point was when I realized it was his son. And I was like, oh, he's calling his son a queer the entire time. Yeah. Like, I, I hope they're not expecting me to feel bad for these people. <laughs> right. And his son's like a grown man. His son should have been like, you know what? I don't have to have a relationship with you today, dad. <laughs> I've seen my doctor and we've <laughs> talked about you and I'm taking a step back. This is my boundary. <laughs> I'm setting real boundaries, dad. Right. And, and you calling me a queer. I mean, we're on a boat, so I need you to take me back to land. But then <laughs> the boundaries go up again. Um, <laughs> he shows up back. He comes back to the boat from his hour long. We and uh, dad's dismembered. Right. But like horribly. Like, his guts are out, too. Oh, yeah. This movie is... What it lacks in a lot of things, it it, it has a lot of gore. Yes. It, it, it was... They put a lot of money and time into the gore. <laughs> like, so much. Um, which, I mean, sometimes when a movie just isn't that enjoyable, that gore really... It, it adds to it. It helps. It helps. 
Um, we get a killer POV murder scene of him smashing this kid's head into a tree. And then, Pretty gross. Dude, uh, you know what? Okay, so the kills in this are amazing. The kills in this are They are, are good. They because, are good. like, we're at where another movie would end the kill scene. They go, like, always one to two steps further. So, like, he does a gross head smash into the tree. It's nasty. Blood's everywhere. And then the guy's dead as fuck. And then right. Victor Crowley still proceeds to rip his arms up <laughs> and then pull his organs out through his back. I couldn't believe that he was still going. I was like, no, that's enough. I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, like I, I've, I don't have a problem with gore stuff, but I was like, all right, like, okay, this is really over the top. Oh, okay. He's going to keep going now, isn't he? And then he tears them in half too. And also, by the way, <laughs> as he's tearing them in half, the guy's like, oh, it hurts. That was the worst part. That was the worst part. Yeah, of it. it was. Like, yeah, we, we know it hurts. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to explain that to the audience. Uh, you know, visceral silence would be great. Like, oh, shit. Like, but right, no. that's, that's, <laughs> he was like, owie. Yeah, he was like, oh, God, my back. Like, no, <laughs> it's your everything. It's your fucking everything. Uh, and then we get, we get uh, Marilyn Manson jamming out. I wrote that too. I, I, okay, at first, because I had such low expectations to this movie, I wrote down, oh, we get like a ripoff Marilyn Manson song. Dude, that, and I then had I, to Google it. <laughs> I, I did too. I looked it up and I was like, oh, wait, he actually let them use a song for this movie. It's crazy. That's what I thought too. Like, I was like, oh, what shitty band is this? Like, I bet I saw right. it live as like an opener somewhere during that period. Like, yeah, what is this like? Static X or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. One of those bands. Yeah, yeah. And um, hang on one second. Sorry, I was grabbing my box of wine that I have with me. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm being classy. Um, you know, I'll tell you what. I've been buying a lot of wine lately. <laughs> yeah? And you're into the box stuff? Not because I'm a drunk. Well, you know, no, I'm not into the box stuff, quite frankly, Rachel. I don't really enjoy it that much. <laughs> but... The cost is just so I've never drank wine before. Yeah, I'm never a wine drinker, but um, I was like, I, I started drinking it, and it was just like really nice to to drink because like I don't, yeah, I don't like drinking a lot. So I'd buy these bottles, like nicer bottles, and I was like, these are great. But then, I, like, it was just calling me one night because it was like twenty bucks, and it one box. They even have a a visual diagram. One box equals one, two, three, four bottles, and it's got four pictures of bottles. Well, that's a really good deal. That's what I'm saying, man. So, like, I, I support it. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, Marilyn Manson's jamming out. I had the same thought though. Like, I was like, who is this ripoff? <laughs> um, but yeah, Bourbon Street. We're on Bourbon Street now. Oh man, we're out of the swamps. We meet Joel Moore, who is Ben, recovering from a breakup. Um, and and. He's just really, he loves talking about that breakup, man. He's lame. He, he is such a bummer. Like, I bet all of his friends were like, why did we invite him oh, on this they trip? they had to have been because it's insane. <laughs> I, I, I've, I don't talk to my friends about anything. And this guy is just like, man, she's fucking that guy. <laughs> Bent over the couch we bought. Yeah. And his friends are like, yeah, that, that could be happening. <laughs> Did you notice, did you notice one of the friends in the group? He doesn't have a single line, but he just looked like he was about to like vomit the whole time. I didn't. But one of those people is Adam Green. 
Okay, well, that guy was the best actor in the whole film besides <laughs> Tony Todd, and he was on screen for like ten seconds. I don't, I don't think the barfing one was Adam Green, but so we'll have to find out that guy and give him some props. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that this, this movie's something else. Uh, Richard Real is uh, he does an all right job. He's pretty cool. He's pretty. Yeah, he's 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 good. He's fine. You know, but he's like a seasoned character. Actor. He is. He is, man. And he's he's just there collecting a check, he, having fun. He with the did kids. his best with the material. Yes. And with the children. He's working with kids, you know, like he's like. Right, right. Young Adam Green is trying to direct them. And he's like, bitch, I've been everywhere. Like, you don't. I'll do my thing. Yeah. You just sit there. Right. Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> sit in your little director's chair. And, 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 you know, we'll, we'll do this. Um, Dion Richards, uh, plays Marcus, his best friend. He's from not another teen movie. And I think that's, yes. It. Do you like not another yes. teen movie? I love, not I love that movie. Oh my it's God, so, so good. good. It's so underrated. It is great. I have a friend who's in that movie. Really? He's yeah. He plays the, um, one of the younger guys who's like kind of the dorks who's trying to get laid. Oh, that's always fun. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I love that movie though. It's great. He should have hopped on Chris Evans nuts and just been his lackey. That guy's making hand yeah. over fist over at Disney. Uh, yeah. Right. Ugh. I just wish I could do that. Like go back in time, meet one of these guys that gets famous and just be like, Hey man, like let's be bro. I'm just, I'm just his prank monkey and he just loves having me right. around. <laughs> You're just along for the ride. I am ready to be the posse. You know what okay. I mean? Like I don't. Well, whoever gets Sean, whoever gets famous first. Like I know Joe's really busy, but I'm never gonna have children. <laughs> so <laughs> I I just want to be a posse. Like I, I'm cool with being the 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 guy on the IG that everyone is like, oh, that's your friend Sean. Like <laughs> like I'm cool with being that that sidekick. Like oh yeah, there's okay. Sean, her buddy. Like you know. I, I'm down. I'm ready to be the posse. I'm cool. That's with that. good. That's yeah. good. I like it. So, um, so that guy, he's good. He's he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he all right though? He, I guess. No, he is. I will just say this. He was the most likable character in the movie. Oh yeah, because he's like the only normal person. <laughs> he, yes. He's like, let's get laid. Don't have sex with chicks that itch their crotch. <laughs> Right. Solid piece of advice that you don't hear that often anymore in 2018. But like, think about it. Think about it. Right. There was a lot of crab talk. There was. They loved crab humor. Adam Green was just like, must have just learned what crabs were or something. Was like, that's so fucking funny. That's so fucking funny. There was like like at least three crabs jokes. A hundred percent. At least. At least three. It's insane. And like, they loved it, man. Um (laughs) So he convinces Dion that they're going to go on a haunted swamp tour and uh, or not Dion. His name's Marcus. Dion's his real name. Um, he convinces Marcus that uh, they, they want to go on a swamp tour, which Marcus replies he'd rather skin his own dick than go on, <laughs> <laughs> which I want to make fun of for being, uh, you know, kind of over the top and exaggerated. Like a lot of the dialogue in this movie was definitely like, let's see how funny we can be. Like, let's see how for sure, like, like juvenile. It's I don't a, know. It reminded me like a little bit of like Eli Roth humor. Um, totally. Like just like kind of weird and just not that fun. Like very juvenile. Like shit that like middle schoolers laugh at. And it's weird to think of adult men 
like you're trying to make a movie, right? Right. <laughs> you're trying to become famous and you're like, I got to put out the best I can put out. Right. But also be true to myself. I understand that aspect of it. But like also we're trying to impress a larger audience here. We're trying to impress everyone. And then it's like crab jokes and shit. <laughs> and no one was like, hey, man, like, you know, we're in our 30s or late 20s. Maybe. Maybe, maybe we don't we, talk like that. Maybe we just time. make some real jokes. <laughs> like, right. It's like, I have no problem with vulgarity. Like, vulgarity is sure. fine. But there was nothing clever about any of the vulgarity. No, no. It, if it that makes sense. Yeah, no, because it's like the Eli Roth stuff, too. It's, 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 yeah. it's, and I mean, maybe that's the audience they want. I don't know. I, I, I don't right. make, I don't I mean, make no, movies. There's, there's an audience for it. It's like Eli Roth, not for me. He's just not for me. I like, I love the horror genre do not like Eli Roth at all. And like, I know people love him and that's great, but just not my taste. I think they love the idea of him. I don't know if they love him. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I think there are like stands of his, just like there are like hardcore, like zombie stands too. Sure. And, uh, it, but it's like those directors like, eh, they're just not for me necessarily, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He, I mean, he's not for me either, but it's whatever. Um, so they decide to go on this tour. We first meet Tony Todd, uh, who is like the sh- like at this point in the movie when they show Tony Todd in this part, I'm like, I'm on board. Like even the shitty humor, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty funny right now. Like the delivery of this is super funny. I'm I'm yeah. I'm in with this horror comedy element for this. It slide. saved the, it saved the movie for a minute. Yeah, like, it really did save it. And like even though he was wearing like this horrible like. Party City Halloween store pop-up <laughs> shop getup. Like it was like the shittiest costume ever. For sure. And like it looked like like a child had like put face paint on his face. It was like the worst makeup job ever. Yeah. But he was great. Like he just sold it. He did. He, and he's talking about he's like, I don't do tours anymore. And he's like, you know, ever since last year. He's being very ominous. It's very <laughs> scary and eerie. And then he's like because my insurance premiums went up because last year someone slipped and fell and hit his head on the fucking boat. And I was like, that shit is fucking funny. That is funny as fuck. And like Marcus and him are like, Oh, all right. And he's like, yeah, just go down the street. Like maybe they'll do it for you. (laughs) So they're sent to this other place. Um, we see Victor Crowley lives merch, um, for the first time, which was an interesting, this movie could have been like a little bit more interesting, to be honest with you. Like, <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Yeah, the guy, and, and when we meet uh, Joel Murray, <laughs> Bill Murray's fucking brothers in this. Wait, like, really? Yeah, yeah. Was that the Shapiro guy? Yeah, Doug Shapiro. <laughs> okay. He? Do you know who he was? He, Joel Murray was. Um, he's been in a bunch of shit, and I think he was in Second City with Bill. Did Bill do Second City? Uh. That no, must. he's is he Canadian? No, 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 no. He's Chicago, so I think he's. Then he was Second City. Yeah, so he's Second that's City. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then there's the other group that was Canadian, that right. did, that did. I don't like know John Candy. Yeah, and they just did those weird fucking SCTV. Be- yes, 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 yes. That's it. Oh wait, no, that's Second City. No SC. Oh no, isn't? <sighs> no, they did something else. Though. They but they did like those brothers. Yeah, the, the, beer the Rick brother. Moranis. Yeah, well, maybe they all, all were in Second City. I don't know. No, 
Or maybe it there was, was like Second City Canada. It was, yeah, Second City Television was the Canadian television show. It was Rick Moranis, John Candy, and some other people. There was a bunch of them out there. And uh, Dave Thomas, who yes. I'm friends with his daughter. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. He's we a- used to work together. Oh, that's cool. Well, so Joel Murray has actually had a pretty successful career, mainly being Chester Cheetah's voice. Really? From its inception. Like, what? From the first fucking day, that little cheetah came running out of those snacks. <laughs> what? Wait, uh, is he still the voice? <laughs> uh, no, he stopped in 97. Why would you stop that? I know. After like 11 years, like, <laughs> just keep that fucking train rolling. But right. I, I, I imagine 97 was like when X Games started and they were like, we need an edgier voice. <laughs> he's a skateboarder now everything changed like 97 to 99 everyone was like put an x on it and everything was extreme yeah, put rollerblades on them and put an x in front of it and and we got to change the voice like poochie We're the gonna, rocking dog like, your grandma's gonna flip out of her wheelchair she ain't gonna, this ain't your grandma's chester cheeto like <laughs> <laughs> like this is for the kids so i think uh, my guess is that's what happened <laughs> i'll have to get with joel and ask him but uh okay uh yeah he plays doug shapiro who is um he uh he's playing um uh, like a girl's gone wild um v- <laughs> i don't want to call him a filmographer because that's that's a he's lofty like a, title <laughs> yeah he he has a camcorder <laughs> Yeah, that should have been. Oh my god, the brunette girl is the brunette actress because that's what she calls herself in this is the worst. Because it's like, honey, like this guy has a JVC camcorder that like he probably has like footage of like a child's birthday party on, like before he filmed this, like. Like, stop it. For sure. For sure. And he's like, and even, even the scene we see, like, like these girls, right. are, these girls are totally bamboozled by this guy. Like, they're like, yeah, he's promised us an acting role. And the first scene we see of them is Doug Shapiro being like, they're in a gift shop open to the public. And he's like, all right, ladies, show us your titties. <laughs> and, and they're, they're making like, out. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, so we get introduced to Doug and his two gals there. Um, and we also meet Sean, who is dressed as a magician and is going to be their <laughs> tour guide and is doing the weirdest accent like, I've ever heard. Like a Cajun accent. <laughs> but it's great because like it's intended to be fake, right? So yes. he's doing a pretty good fake because I, I can't do even like a, I can't even try to do a Cajun accent. And his, right. like, fake Cajun accent is pretty funny. It cracks me up. He's just like, oh, hello to everybody. <laughs> it's so absurd. Um, so he, so we meet, that's that's the gang, right? We get on the, yeah. we get on a bus to go to the tour, which I felt, whatever. Anyway. The second I saw this bus, I would be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, there the is, second, <laughs> there's there no sheets. way you could get me on that bus. No, there are sheets blocking the windows. <laughs> Are you fucking? And there's like weird spray spray paint designs inside. Yes, they tried to decorate it, but they just stopped. They're like, "This is pointless." Man, I have the best wedding story about a van, but like, 
we're already halfway through this episode. We haven't even touched this movie yet. Um, we might, I might have to save that for the next episode. But man, okay. th- I've never seen a creepier van. You know what? It's happening right now. It's happening. It's okay, happening. good. Go Just tell it. it. Just do it. So I go to this wedding. It was a super white trash wedding. And I, 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 I'm not even trying to be judgmental here. Like, like, but it was crazy. Like the groom ended up with his, <laughs> he took off all, <laughs> all of his clothes except, <laughs> except his pants. And then like a, the vest, like, no. so he took off his undershirt and shit. And then was like, yeah, I'm putting the vest back on. Like, no. <laughs> he, like he's a stripper. He took everything. And he's like, he was absurd. Like not, a, not in great shape. Like not, during the reception. Oh yes. Like, Honestly, Jesus like Christ. 20 minutes in, he comes out <laughs> and <laughs> wait, just to add to the trashiness before I get to the van story, he, he married a woman who had already had kids from another marriage <clears throat> and he was very drunk and he got, he started getting jealous and he was like, look at her. Fu- <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. He's like, look at her fucking dancing with that guy. And I look like he was like really pissed. And I look and it was her son. Stop. That, it. That's not even the worst part. That wasn't even the worst part. Her son who has like, I, I don't know which disease, um, but he's in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. Oh my God. Yeah. So she's dancing with him in a wheelchair and he's like, <laughs> look at him getting all the fucking attention. And we were all like, hey, maybe. Hey, let's just take it easy here. <laughs> like, let's, let's think about what we're saying right now. It's your wedding. Uh, that's. The woman you love, presumably, <laughs> and her your child, stepson. and your child who you're going to be taking care of. This is fucking weird. Um, <laughs> but the photographer was super creepy. Like he looked like um, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. But full head of hair, but like still that long stringy shit in the back. Right. Uh, um, and we go outside to take pictures and he he's like, hang on, I got to grab something from my car. So me and this guy are like watching him and we're like, get the fuck out of here. He's in one of those like those fucking like it's a brown van with the fucking racing stripes on it. Like from the 70s. So like the 80s. 70s pedophile yeah. van. Stri- dude. Yes. <laughs> sheets in the windows with animal print. No. Animal print oh, sheets no. in the windows. <clears throat> and the worst part, the worst part, because you know what he's doing in there. <clears throat> he had... He had cut out a hole in the in the van for an a window unit air conditioner <laughs> to to sit in. So the, the 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 air the window unit air conditioner was like hanging out the back of the van doors. Oh man! <laughs> it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. And we we're like, he lives in that van, right? And everyone was like, oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh, so man. that's that's my van story and my wedding story and that wedding that wedding went so off the rails. There's like a billion other stories, <laughs> a billion other stories. A man went through a glass door. It was insane. <laughs> what? I, I've never seen anything quite like it. <laughs> and it was like the best time. I sat there and I was just like I had the biggest smile on my face all night. Like I was like this is perfect. Like I've never seen anything like this. When was this? Uh, 2005 or 2000, 2006. <laughs> so you were pretty young. Oh yeah. I was, I wasn't even drinking age, but I was, I was, oh I was God. getting it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. That's a wedding you, you get it at. <laughs> oh yeah. Miss, Miss Bianca. I remember you. You were a wonderful woman. 
Sorry, I didn't call you the next day, but you know, <laughs> Sean. I know, but you know, bad decisions were made all night. <laughs> right. I, I get it. I've been to that kind of wedding before. I've I've totally before I quit drinking. I've definitely been to that kind of yeah. wedding. Before. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit anyway so they're in this bus to go to the tour hard hard segue um and on the bus we oh well f- okay so wait no 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 so on the bus we meet mary we meet a whole nother group of cast members uh we meet mary beth um who will obviously be the love interest because as soon as ben gets on he's like hey hey, hey baby <laughs> He, and she's an even bigger bummer than Ben is. Oh, you know what? You're right. She, you know what? Ben's an idiot, and he right, and he's an asshole, and he do, and he's got terrible pickup lines. But like, she could right. at least. And I'm not even saying this like from a sexist point of view, but she's just like, she's like just crying on the bus. I I just like I mean like I guess we find out why she went on the tour later, but like I was just like thinking the whole time like why are you here? Well, like, never why would you much. do this? Yeah. Why would you subject yourself to this? And even the even her reason for going on the tour, her reason for going on the tour was she needed a boat. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> like come on, like are you kidding me? You could just ask somebody to take you over there. Right, right. Holy shit. Um and uh we meet Richard Real um who's on the bus with his wife. He was in uh, Jury Duty. He's Smikowski from Office Space. He was in Fried Green Tomatoes, a movie my grandmother showed me at the ripe age of like seven in the movie theaters. Um, wow. Oh, yeah, man. I'll tell you what. She showed a sling blade. <laughs> also, that was something. And Fried Green Tomatoes, which has a scene where women look at their vaginas and like talk to them. And Those I are just, both very critically acclaimed films. It was, it was, I mean, so. so she was trying to teach me. She was trying to culture me. She was trying to teach me some shit. But at the same time, I was like, Nana, like, I don't think I, mom wants me to see this. You know, I was allowed to watch anything with sex in it as a kid. Like, but I could. But it was like the hardcore violent stuff. That my mom was like, oh, no, you're not going to watch any of that. Fried green. T- uh, yeah, no, my mom, I think, I don't know. My parents were just like kind of too busy to <laughs> worry about it. I don't know. My dad showed me New Jack City, so I can't, oh, I, right. I, don't, I don't really know. Um, so fried green tomatoes came out in 91. So I was six. I would be so bored if someone oh, took me to see that when I was six. It was I would be so fucking bored. Bo- it was so boring. But then that scene comes, they put mirrors in their vagina and I don't like, even remember that, and I've seen the movie. They they talk to their vagina like like it's like a it's like a like a getting to know you. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like don't be afraid of your vagina. Like let's just talk to our vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I just remember that so distinctly and being like, and my my nana was cracking up, and I was like, oh, am I supposed to oh, laugh? Am I supposed to laugh at this? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Also, I, the Richard Real line that was great was um, him and his wife are talking to Doug Shapiro, the the quote oh, director. Yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 he's like, they're like, oh, you're a director. He's like, oh yeah. And they're like, oh, what have you done? He's like, uh, Beaver Bayou. <laughs> Clearly a porn. And at the same time, dude, this timing was so great. The, the, the same time, the wife goes, never seen it. And Richard Reel's, Richard Reel's like, oh, yeah, I've seen it a ton. And then immediately is like, never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> and I was like, that's so fucking good. That's like. That was good. That was good. 
Fucking old guys love porn, man. Um, then we meet. So this bus goes to uh, the boat. They get on the boat and we meet Jack Cracker. Oh, right. Who's screaming. The pee at the- drinker. <laughs> yeah. So the second pee joke. Second pee. Movie. Yeah. Loving the pee jokes. <laughs> He's screaming at the tour. Like, don't go out there. You're all going to die. You're all going to die. And then he drinks his own piss. And right. It's <laughs> there's no comic timing to it at all. He just drinks. No. Piss and then it cuts. <laughs> it's like really bizarre. Um, we learn about the legend of Victor Crowley. And this is as told by Sean. He's like he's deformed and his dad hit him in the head with an axe and killed him. And at night you can hear him screaming for his daddy. And Mary Beth's like, that's not the fucking story. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yes, it is. And she's like, it's not. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, th- this boat is like such a fucking nightmare. I, I would be, I- <clears throat> everyone on the boat is a nightmare. Like, absolutely. Well, then you have the old, then you have the old couple. They're trying to debunk everything. Like, they're not even like along for this dumb hokey ride. Like, yeah, of course, it's like all just like a little that's, game. You that's know? what I like, was going to say. And like, so like, he's like, they're like, cause like the boat, the, the fucking, t- the tour guide is a ghost tour. Of course, you're not going to see real ghosts. And so he's like, look, there's the ghost. And they're like, no, that's the fog on the water and the refraction of the moonlight. And and he's like, no, it's not. And then everyone on the boat's like, yeah, it is. We saw it. We saw it. And I, I was like, this is honestly like being on a boat with like a seven year old that thinks they know everything like Get me the fuck. I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed. It was the most insufferable group of people <laughs> it really to be on was. the boat with. Honestly. And 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 Shapiro is filming the porn still while the boat is moving. Like he's just still filming these girls with their titties out on the boat. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> uh yeah, no, Shapiro's Shapiro's in it to win it. Yeah, he does not care about any kind of laws or anything or just like any anyone else's personal space. He's like, this is a great place to film. Uh, Honestly, like, uh, listen, you know, breasts are breasts are great. Um, You know, I'm happy to see him. I would be so uncomfortable in that situation. It was so presumptuous of him. It was so yeah, it was like a line was crossed. Like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with like consensually seeing some breasts, but this was like not acceptable. This is like (laughs) the longest episode we're ever going to do. I know. Okay. So, so, okay. So yeah, no, but you're right. You're right. Um, I, (laughs) I shouldn't have drank so much wine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. This might be called the wine episode, the wine episode. Yay. Um, So Richard real. So they get the boat stuck on a rock. Richard Reels, for some reason, is like, I'm going to climb this tree over here. <laughs> I don't know why. I still don't understand why he's in a tree. And honestly, if somebody's like, it was to get to. So-, that's insane. Because in two minutes, people are like, oh, hey, we could just walk off the boat. <laughs> it, it, it did not look that hard to get to land. And everyone was freaking out like they were in the middle of the fucking ocean. And they all get everyone- to land. <laughs> I know, but when they're still on the boat, when it's like raining and they're like stuck on this rock, they're like, oh my God, we're stranded. And it's like, there's land literally like three feet away. Richard Real is like a (laughs) 300 pound, five foot man. And he climbs a fucking tree. And he hits him. Does he hit himself in the nuts? Dude. Like, 
totally <laughs> unnecessary. But yes, he falls and like hits his nuts. And I was like, why is that? Why is that in here? <laughs> it looked so painful, but that wasn't what he was in pain from. No. Like he was like, ow, you know, but that looked like, <laughs> like that looked like game over. Yes. Oh yeah. He was like, Hey, and then an alligator bites his fucking leg. And he's just sort of like, ow, it hurts. He's like, hey, get this alligator off me. <laughs> and Mary Beth shoots it. Also, if an alligator bites any elderly man, they're done. They're fucking yeah, they're dead. done. They're going to fall they're off dead. that tree so fucking fast. <laughs> but Mary Beth shoots it. Um, and they get on shore pretty effortlessly, which right. is super weird. Um so we have this group and they're kind of doing the whole like questioning the group, which <clears throat> seems excessive at this point because nothing bad. Is, like they're like, wait, like they're asking questions that don't matter. And they're like, but the real question is why Mary Beth has a gun. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the deep south. It's Louisiana. <laughs> like, are you fu- that cannot be a serious question. Like, right. <laughs> like, I'd be like, thank God she had a gun. Like. Um, and Mary Beth reveals that her dad and her brother went out two nights ago and they haven't returned. So we know she is the daughter of, uh, our, 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 of, our buddy. Of Robert England. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the real story of Victor Crowley in a flashback. His dad is Kane Hodder. Oh, God. He, he, Kane Hodder. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not that good. He's not that great. Uh, at Salem Horror Fest, uh, our, uh, our buddy Jessica, I hope I said her name right. Jessica, I've had a bunch of wine, so I hope that's your name. Um, she, uh, for some reason, decided to tell like, Kane's best friend that we hated Kane Hodder. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. And I was like, can you not, can you not do that? And the guy was like. Was he oh. sad? Yeah, because that guy had actually emailed me asking for him and Kane Hodder to be on the show. And I was like, God. and I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't really think like it's a good fit, like for the form for the live show. I would have had Kane on right. the show no matter what, like in any other circumstance. But for a live show, just you're trying to entertain a crowd. Like, I'm not going to do an interview with a guy that wasn't in the movie that was being screened. Like there was no relation. Uh, yeah. We did My Bloody Valentine and Tremors. So like. Here's Kane Hodder. <laughs> like, was that the show where everyone was like walking through the background? No, no, that was Florida, like a couple weeks prior. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and most definitely walking through the foreground. Uh, so, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, no, but like, so like, I had told him no, um, and so I saw him at this bar, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, yeah, you know." And we talked about it, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I understand." And I was like, "All right, cool." And then and this, this girl Jessica comes up and is like, "They hate Kane Hodder." What? And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Why are you saying this?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. We don't. We don't." And she's like, "They have like a whole episode about it." What? She kept going. Yeah, not just for a second. She. <laughs> Unbelievable. It was awesome. It was awesome. So, he, was, so you did not like him in this movie? No, I don't think he's a very good actor. Period. <laughs> I mean, he's like a figure. He's like, he's not like an, he doesn't ever has like lines, does he? Not really. And even in this one, he's like, he's just this guy, this like menacing big guy. And, you know, I mean. Well, even like his like growling was like hilarious because it was not scary at all. Like <laughs> the things he did were scary, but like you'd be like, like. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he has such, he has such a small head. 
My my problem is that's a big problem of mine. His head is like a little tennis ball on a giant neck. Like he needs to chill his workout routines a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Slim slim that neck down a hair. Like let's see that head of yours, man. Like I I don't know. It makes your head look small. These are just things I think about. I know. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. All right. Well, anyway, he's Victor Crowley's dad. He might play Victor Crowley. Also, I don't know. Does he also play? He must. I thought he was Victor Crowley. He plays he his is dad. Victor Crowley. Yeah, but he plays his dad. <laughs> Who plays Victor Crowley? That the whole time I was like, oh, that's Kane Hodder and a lot of makeup. Uh, so I think there's, I think it's him. I, th- <laughs> I think he's both. Yes. Yes. Because when he's, when, when Kane Hodder's present, Victor Crowley is a, 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 a younger man. Right. And when Victor Crowley's locked in the house, he is an adult, but. He's on the opposite side of the house, so I think they f- were able to film it. Okay. Like, with him, Kane and him. I mean, it's a low-budget movie. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, he is Victor Crowley. Okay, so he also plays his dad, too. Um, okay. And then somebody else plays little Victor when he's a kid. Um, right. So that's that. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm impressed, though, because Kane Hodder, Victor Crowley runs very fast. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he does run very fast. Yeah, he and he. So we meet Victor Crowley, and he's this deformed kid, um, and kids are scared of him, so they tease him, and I guess throw fireworks at him. <laughs> I guess that's a thing. This uh, is like the 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 Friday the Thirteenth moment. It's like the burn. It's like the burning. Is that the name of that? The burn. Oh, the the movie, the burning. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a very I mean, it's the same thing. These kids throw fireworks at his house and fucking light him on fire. <laughs> but in a little twist, Victor Crowley's dad shows up and is like, "My son." <laughs> and starts taking a hatchet to break down the door, but Victor Crowley is pressed up against the door. <laughs> what a terrible circumstance and fucking Kane Hodder brains him with a hatchet. Um <laughs> And I guess that is so it, he dies. So he dies. And then, but here's my favorite part of this story. They're like, yeah, the dad died 10 years later of a broken heart. <laughs> like I was like, all right, Johnny Cash, they supposedly died of a broken heart, like within the year. Like that makes sense. Right. You're like 10 years <laughs> 10 later. Years. <laughs> That's a long time to process trauma. <laughs> and then all of a sudden be like, oh my God, my heart's broken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then after that, people started disappearing, man. Just everyone started disappearing. So, of course, the crew's like, you know what? (laughs) Let's walk through the woods to escape. Um, And one thing I did like, they hear Crowley's moans in the woods. And you're like, you're thinking it's just going to, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. Um, But fucking Victor comes flying out of the house <laughs> like he looks like the geico caveman like he's a little like, bit he, <laughs> i'll go he's so that. fucking stupid looking i'm I'll, sorry i'll go with that but he he is fast as fuck he comes flying he out of the house he um no time wasted no like killer pov like watching these people <laughs> like there is no suspense in this movie. Like, that's at a good all. point. That's a great point. And it's funny because they kind of save the suspense for the final scene. Right. <laughs> but it just makes it the worst scene in the history of movies. It, yeah. A hundred percent the worst ending I've ever seen in a movie. I, I agree because also they like 
the edit was really weird. Like, did your credits all of a sudden just come up like a little too fast? That is the way the fucking movie is made. That is the way. That's insane. (laughs) I thought there was a glitch. I thought there. I had to like rewind it. I was like, wait a minute. I went everywhere on the internet scouring (laughs) different versions. Uh, (laughs) YouTube had the end scene with it. And I was like, that's it, man. That's the fucking end of it. Like, I could not. My brain could not process the end of it. Like, I, I. It was terrible. It was alarming. It was. It was like they just like were like, I quit. I'm fucking done with this movie. I'm done editing this movie. <laughs> Even I fucking if, want it to be over. Like, if you don't like yeah. It was awful. It was it, I think you're right. I think it's the worst ending to a movie I've ever seen. I, I it has to be. I've never like, seen anything like I've never like, seen anything not the, like not like the content of it, like not like story wise, but like that just like how it just immediately cuts to the credits, like so disjointedly like it just it was so fucking weird yeah yeah it was super weird um it, uh, we'll get to that though that yeah, that we'll was get there. that was we'll fucking get there. crazy um so crowley first um crowley first gets richard real he's the first victim which is a shame um yeah chops richard real in half <laughs> It's pretty brutal. It's insane. It's insane. But not as insane as when he grabs his wife's jaw and tears the top of her fucking head off. He splits it in half. Like, it's incredible. It's gross. It's incredible. If you're a fan of gore, like, this movie should be, like, in your top. Like. Yeah. Especially, like, no, not a lot of movies after, like. I don't even know. I I can't give a date right now because I don't remember that shit. Joe would have to be here. Um. But there's like, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, you didn't really see gore like that. Like it was this was insane. I mean, but this was like the era of like torture porn. Yeah, I guess you're right. Where but every th- where everyone was doing like hardcore gore from like 2003, starting with the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre to like whenever like this last hostel was and like all the saw movies and stuff Jessica- like this like mid 2000 era what jessica beale <laughs> is that what you're gonna say jessica beale is a vision <laughs> she's very beautiful you listen that film that film shaped me as a kid <laughs> yeah she is very beautiful i only watched half of that movie i was like done i, I had to turn it off i was <laughs> well um uh, so yeah, so the movie, you know, it doesn't look great quality. Oh, that's another thing. The quality of this movie looks like 97. It looks like it was shot on that guy's camcorder. <laughs> yeah. That the he effects, was filming the porn on. The effects are off the charts, so it's it's solid. Um, yeah. Mary Beth uh, shoots Crowley, um, which buys them time to escape, but that's about it. I do not understand, like, the physics, like, the laws in this movie about Crowley. There were, like, there were none. Goat? It made no <laughs> sense. It made no fucking sense whatsoever. Like, it, he, he fucking died. His dad died of a broken heart. 10 years later, I feel like I'm going to get the same fucking emails that I got about Jason dying as a kid being like, oh, well, Jason, blah, 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 blah. like, no, like it makes no fucking sense how Jason became an eight foot man. Like, no, it doesn't make any sense. Like, same thing here. Like he fucking died. And what did he hide from his fucking dad for 10 years? And his dad fucking died of a broken heart. Cause like he didn't like reappear immediately. Cause the dad was still alive for 10 no, years. As so, no, they, they even say, like, as soon as the dad died is when Victor came back. But he was, like, grown up. 
<laughs> well, I mean, he died when he was like kind of grown up. He was big when he yeah. died. He was big when he, he died. Was a big but boy. He was a big boy. <laughs> he was a big. So he gets shot. He, he gets, gets shot. shot by Mary Beth. Yeah. Um, and next up is the Shapiro uh, is Shapiro, um, who gets fucked up. His head gets spun yeah. around so far. Victor Crowley just spins his head to the point where the head just fucking falls off <laughs> like a piece of fucking candy, like taffy. Like you turn that shit right. Finally, just fucking breaks. Um, unbelievable. So the gang is doing like the normal pitfalls and perils. A lot of this is just very uh, tropey. <laughs> so it, there's not a lot to talk about for a lot. Well, of then it. the tour director loses his accent. <laughs> he does he does and then he does an he offensive a, asian accent <laughs> right but then he loses that then he has like this like very like then he has this like very americanized accent all of a sudden for like, sure he has like three different accents in this movie <laughs> that's a fact I that's know. a fact um yeah. so mary beth and ben split up they no one really knows what they're doing though that's the one thing like i f- there's no reason they're just kind of like milling around <laughs> right well that was the most frustrating thing is like just go no one's well, trying to leave go. like no no and like occasionally they'll drop a hint like as to why they're not just like <laughs> trying Funny. to get on a boat or why they're like they'll be like oh no if we run like whatever like there's like there's no escape <laughs> i don't know they always had like some weird excuse but then in the end they just do what we're telling them to do which is just fucking run um but they're doing like the normal pitfalls and things like that. Finding cell phones that don't work, of course. Um, and Mary Beth and Ben, they go into the shed and they find Paul and brother. Uh, That's my brother. Uh, <laughs> dead in the shed. Dead in the shed. Um, the rest of the gang, they're in the woods. And then they hear a baby crying in a bush. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And they're like, is that a baby? Didn't sound like a baby. I have a child and uh, never heard a baby sound like that. Uh, It turns out to be a raccoon. But from the other side, fucking Victor Crowley comes out with a fucking saw. Oh, God, this was gross. This was insane. This is this is insane. Insane. And you know what? Okay, so I shit on Terrifier a lot on this show. Did you watch Terrifier yet or no? I haven't seen it yet. All right. Honestly, watch it and we'll talk about it the next episode. I haven't seen it because you shit on it so much. And I'm like, I probably won't like it. There's no story to it at all. Right. And people are like, but the gore is so good. It's such a fucking throwback. You know what? Straight up. Watch this fucking movie because they were able to at least tell a fucking story and have the most insane gore of all time. Oh my this beats Terrifier. This scene, people like love Terrifier for the gore. This scene alone beats Terrifier. I... I honestly like, I mean, I was like, I've seen a lot of stuff and I was like pretty offended by this scene. It's insane. I was like, I was like pretty upset. He sticks <laughs> this fucking saw. Is it, It's like, um, it's, it's like, like a, a table saw, like a, uh, yeah, it's a table. It's like, like a, a circular, sander. circular saw. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Sticks it in her mouth. In her mouth. He makes her eat. Oh, my God. It's insane. I, I don't even want to talk about it. He sticks it in her mouth. The worst part is that you see it after. Yes. And she's still alive. She lives. That is the she- worst part of it. It's like, just kill her. Just fucking kill her. Fucking old saw mouth lives. 
Because he thinks she's dead. Then he goes after Sean, the tour guide, cuts his head off with a fucking shovel. And then old Sawmouth is like trying to escape, poor thing. (laughs) And he just lifts her up over his head and impales her on the shovel handle. But he like pushes her down, like like compacting trash. Yeah, he's like, like, I I don't want to waste any space on this shovel handle. Right. (laughs) Like she had it the worst. Like she got it the worst. (laughs) It was awful. It was, it was fucking awful. It was fucking crazy. Um, so Ben decides uh, the only way to kill this guy. Or, well, Ben decides they can't get out. He's like, we're not going to escape. We can only kill him. He's not wrong. Well, doesn't, but he is Doesn't wrong. he like stop? Doesn't Ben stop him at some point? Like, or he like, he like disarms him. Like, I don't, I also don't get like how Victor Crowley is so strong, but so weak sometimes oh, too. It's where he's ben, <laughs> fucking Victor Crowley dies from like. <laughs> A fucking uh, 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 a spear to the fucking heart. Like, right. You fucking kidding me? Like, then that <laughs> bullet should have really done some damage, some significant damage. Right. Um, yeah. So, so Ben's plan is like to light him on fire. <laughs> it's the dumbest plan ever. It's the worst plan. And oh. you know what? You know who points it out is the dumb girl in yes. the group. Yes. She is like, turns out to be the smartest one. Amanda Buckman from Adam's Family Values. She's like, it's wet. Everything is wet. We're in the swamp. You can't light anything on fire. And they're like, shut up, you know, shut up. And then, and then even better is like, they start the, like the plan is he's like, like, they're like, where are we going to get gas? And he's like, I'm going to check these tanks in the shed, but I don't know if there is any. Right. They don't even know if there's gas. That was, that was even more frustrating. Right. Fucking no. And like, they I'm start just gonna the, like, <laughs> they start the plan. They start the plan without even knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Like Ben goes to check on the gas and everyone's like, come out, you big pussy. (laughs) Like, are you serious? Fucking uh, the uh, what's his name? Marcus. He says, come on out, you freak. You look like you are molested by wolves. (laughs) That'll always lure somebody out. Um, But then Crowley, like, you know, being the the wise man he is, goes after Ben. Um. But it's some, yeah, this is the same thing I have here. He's somehow subdued, but I don't even know. I don't know how. <laughs> I, don't know how he's I don't know how. Yeah, you're right. He he's is. like totally disarmed by Ben, and and I don't understand how. And then Ben throws gas on him, <laughs> and then they light him on fire, and Crowley looks dead. But then it just starts raining, <laughs> which puts him out. So, so then they make a run for it, and they get really far. They get into a cemetery. And uh, they can't find an exit. And then Crowley shows up, who runs so fucking fast. Like, props to them being like, let's not make the slow slasher. Like, let's make this guy a fucking right. lunatic. But at the same time, <laughs> these people are all dead. This guy is a, this guy is like Usain Bolt. It's insane. He's uh, really fast. And then so- he, like, vomits, like, white jizz into Ben's mouth. And yeah, it's so gross. That's 100% semen. Um, and why? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that comes up in the second one. Hatchet two, um, hatchet two, electric boogaloo. Um, <laughs> yeah, he throws up semen in Ben's mouth because um, he tackles Ben and does that. And I don't know why uh, they get away by kicking him in his cut. <laughs> he has a cut on his arm <laughs> and she kicks it and he's like, oh, 
<laughs> so they like get he's away. just been on fire. When he was on fire, he, he wasn't was, even like in pain. He was, he was just kind of like, uh oh. <laughs> oh no. And but like the cut was like, you bitch. Like it was insane. Um Crowley's back up though. And uh he bear Ben's hugs barfing. Yeah, he bear hugs Marcus to death. Oh um, and then again the Marcus is the dead and then just rips him in half again. <laughs> For no reason. Oh, and then rips his arms off and then takes his corpse and smashes it against like a tombstone. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was kind of like the sleeping bag. That's what I was going to say. That was definitely. And I think Kane did the sleeping bag scene. If I if I remember. Yeah. He at least did it in the remake. I don't know. So I feel like people were just like, can you swing shit? (laughs) (laughs) Can you swing heavy shit, man? And he's like, yeah, check this out. (laughs) uh and then uh ben um ben is like i can't go on bro are you fucking serious i would have left his ass so bad if i were mary beth and very seriously uh well (laughs) crowley is back and javelin's a fucking like the thing jason uses in uh like jason seven the like the piece of the fence post Right. He javelins this like a hundred yards into Ben's foot. <laughs> oh, right. Pinning Ben down at the foot and uh, starts charging at him full speed. And then she's like, I've got an idea. And they start pushing the fence post down. So it's like angled at Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley is watching that. Victor Crowley is running at them. I don't know. I don't know how they pulled this off. And then it it, it goes through his heart. <laughs> and he's dead. And that's what kills him. That is the end of Victor Crowley. He coughs blood into Ben's eye. Oh, and that's yeah. all it that fucking was, took. Yeah. That's all it fucking took. <laughs> and then they find Mary Beth's daddy's boat. And they take a romantic ride through the swamps. As this was happening, I was getting so upset because I was like, if they try and do a Friday the 13th right now, they're going to do it. They're going to fucking do it. They're they're ripping this off right now. And then they fucking did it. <laughs> I was so, so mad. Work. It's so I was much so work. mad. It it's was so terrible. Much. So they're riding in this boat and they're being sweet. They're like, we made it. Can you believe it? We made it. And Crowley pulls her underwater. I, I But then somehow she gets trapped in the weeds. Um, And then, but she sees Ben's hand reaching down. And you're like, oh, shit, that's dope. She she grabs the hand and it pulls her out of the water. And it's Victor Crowley <laughs> holding on to Ben's hand. I'm fine with this. Um, but then Victor Crowley is just like screaming, <laughs> screaming in her face. Oh, also, we need to say this, too. It cuts to Ben and Ben's alive. Was he alive? Yes. It cuts to him and he's like blinking and breathing, but like fucked up because he just lost his arm. Right. And she's alive. And in in no way in peril. I mean, she's in peril in the sense that Victor Crowley is on the boat. <laughs> but right. he's not like trying to kill her at this moment. He's no. just holding her and screaming at her. And then hard cut. End. The hardest cut. The hardest. And there is something to be said about a hard cut when a scene ends 
But the scene isn't over. The scene's not even close to over. Like it's in the middle. Like it is one of the I, most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. It it's not intentional. It's not like an artistic choice. It's like a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake, and they just kept it in. I I'm, think it might have been, and I don't <laughs> know why. You have two of the lead characters still alive, and right. Victor Crowley just screaming at them, and you don't know it's two against one still. Like, yeah. Oh man, it is bizarre. It is bizarre. It's fucking weird. All right. Well, that so, is yeah. that is Hatchet. For all of you that wanted us to talk about it and that love Hatchet so much, there you fucking go. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. But um, definitely not. Um, if you like gore, for sure. Uh, if you think Terrifier is like a genre defining movie, then this is going to be like fucking Apocalypse Now for you. Like, because <laughs> there's a fucking story and characters. But you know, it, it is what it is. It's not terrible. It's it it, it is, but it's I've not. seen worse. I've, I've seen, seen way worse. I've seen way worse. It's a solid flick. Um, Adam Green, I'm just not the biggest fan of. Um, you know, he likes Yorkies a lot. He likes Yorkies, like the dog. <laughs> yeah. You don't follow this fucking guy. <laughs> who who is he? Adam Green. I mean, director. like, what? Why? I mean, why should I follow him? Well, I mean, I think like everyone follows him because he directed Hatchet. <laughs> oh my god! I he also did this movie. Need... He also did this movie Frozen that everyone. It's kind of like. Oh the... yeah, I. You know what? That's been on my list for a while. Okay. Well, spo- but I haven't seen it. Just spo- I already read the plot. I already know what happens. I feel like everyone uses that movie as like a um like uh he also did Frozen. Like if you're like, right, like, if you're a, like, like oh, a, I didn't really like it because yeah. of the gore. They're like, well, he did Frozen, like Frozen, cool concept, but I was just like, uh, it's not there. I'm not there for it. Like I don't know, I don't know. He's from yeah. Massachusetts, so you know, you know, you know those, those Massachusetts people. people. <laughs> you, know, you know those people from Massachusetts. <laughs> can't live with them. Can't live without them. Your neighbors. Oh my disgusting northern neighbors. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Massachusetts. You know I love you. Um, you know I love you, baby. Uh, Massachusetts is cool. It's all right. Um, I've never been. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yankee candles are made there, though. And oh, I, I love is that. Me, what they're famous for? I love me a Yankee candle. I love me a Yankee candle. <laughs> That's who you bring up. I do. I love Massachusetts. Yankee um, I'll yeah, take you good. there. They have a headquarters there. Of Yankee Candles? Yeah, and you go. can like do go. They have like, do they have like weird scents that aren't released to the public? You know, I don't think so, but maybe. I, they should do that. I could be their marketing director. I think I'm pretty sure it's Christmas there 24-7 though. At Yankee Candles? Yeah, and I guess the guy, that, the guy that originally made Yankee Candles sold it. And he started a new one because he was so pissed at like the direction Yankee Candle took. And now he's making his own candles again <laughs> under another name. And he has another compound up in Massachusetts. What is your favorite Yankee Candle scent? It is. There's two. It is okay. Autumn Leaves. and <laughs> <laughs> Autumn Leaves and Macintosh. They are amazing. And if you, here's here's a pro tip. Pro tip. And this is costly. This is costly. Okay. But 
if you burn them at the same time, you get the most heavenly false scent you'll ever have in your life. Sean, that is so on brand for you. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it and I'm going to burn them at the same time. It's incredible. Oh, man. It's it's it's, you know, only the coastal elite can afford such a thing. But you know, oh, you know what? No, I don't even want to talk about this because I bought a really expensive candle like <laughs> recently because I love scented candles. So like with like for like a Christmas gift to myself i bought this candle i've wanted for a really long time i don't even want to tell you how much it costs like it's a, it's unacceptable how much it costs but like, how does it smell but how does it smell fucking delicious okay it's so like that's all that fucking delicious and like it's like halfway gone now and i'm really upset i'm getting nervous because i spent too much money on it because it does disappear yeah how, how much was it just tell me no you're gonna all your all your fans are gonna hate me. You're gonna hate me. Yeah, I'm we're, like embarrassed. We're the blue collar fans. We're the blue collar fans. But let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It was, it was like it was like sixty five dollars. Okay, so if, it, if I'd say that's that is an expensive candle. However, it was really expensive. However, I'm sure there's way more expensive ones for like real Looney Tunes. Like I bet you, there's yeah. two hundred. So I'm fine with sixty five. That's like a a nice dinner. It's like a nice meal. It was a treat to myself. And you get it to was enjoy like, it. It was one of those things I wouldn't like just normally <laughs> buy. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to rationalize the shit out of buying this candle right now because I've wanted it for so long. Like, I love scented candles. And like this one, I really want it. <laughs> People are going to be so mad about this. End of the show coming. <laughs> Everyone's going to be fast forwarding this. <laughs> oh my Maybe, God. you know what? Maybe you'll get a new sponsor. Maybe I'll get a new sponsor. I think, I think Joe, <laughs> I think Joe will be the most mad about this. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up. He's going to be like, what have you done to our brand? Like, <laughs> um, all right. So that's the end. Okay. That's hatchet. Okay. Um, cool. And we're going to be back in two seconds and I'm going to be equally as um, <clears throat> I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk right now. I'm I'm excited to talk about uh, maximum. I'm overdrive. excited to talk about maximum overdrive drunk. So, okay, cool. Um, all right. So uh, that's it. Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. I am on Instagram at I hate horror. Get, shout out your show. Tell us where we can find you. Hollywood crime scene. That is the name of my show. You can find me on Instagram, uh, childlike empress, like in the never ending story. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Rachel Fisher, or you can join our Facebook group, Hollywood crime scene friends. Yeah, that's it. I like that. I like that you guys call it, call them friends. Yeah. They're our friends. That's sweet. Yeah. You, you become friends with some of these people, man. Everyone is super cool. All of our listeners are amazing. Yeah, that's kind of how ours are. It's kind of weird. Like I don't know. Like We're, we we lucked out, and I think I've we did to luck you out. We before did. about this. Yeah. yeah, we lucked out. But I think we bring in we bring in what we want, and we 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 don't really like take shit. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like who give like we we have a who gives a fuck who gives a fuck attitude, and I think that kind of pushes those people away. So and also like you and Joe aren't like sociopathic assholes so i feel like you attract good people dude it's crazy i heard somebody or i saw somebody on instagram say that they were listening to a horror podcast and they were dropping um the f word like the gay slur what like regularly and he's like yeah i can't listen to this show anymore and i was like in 2019 even that's absurd even if you 
even if you think that word isn't offensive, like if you're like, I like, even if you say that in your right day to day life, which is insane. Yeah. Right. You'd at least be like, I won't say it on the show. Because people won't like it. <laughs> right. Because it's, it's not acceptable. It is not acceptable. It's insane to me to feel like that would be like going into wow. work and just being like, hey, like insane <laughs> at work. Like people are going to be like, hey, man, <laughs> that's not fucking cool. You can't say that word. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not okay. All right. No, but that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. We'll end this. We'll get back into the F word. <laughs> In, yeah. in, in episode 202 maximum overdrive all right uh so oh for uh for rachel and joe this is sean uh stay weird bye you say thank you you say thank oh, you thank you okay. adios <laughs> Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. A monster. Mutilate. 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 Mutil